0: and accelerate your success. Welcome to the Beyond Barriers Habits and Hacks show. Have you struggled with advancing your career and don't know what steps to take? Do you feel stuck and don't know who to turn to for help? In today's episode, you'll meet four extraordinary women who share their stories of transformation and how their peer community helped them go beyond barriers.
1: So welcome, everyone. It's so great to have you on the show. Um, so first off, let's introduce you to our audience.
2: Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Bella Mokua, and I'm passionate about creating inclusive organizational cultures where everyone, especially marginalized groups, can be their authentic selves and thrive.
1: Welcome. Awesome. So great to have you. Thank you.
3: Hi, I'm Dominique Bignon, and I help organizations lead cross-functional teams to build user-focused innovations for the customers they serve.
1: Great to have you, Dominique. Hi.
4: Hi. Hi, Janine. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Janine Glover. I build strategic partnerships that have massive impact and add tremendous value.
0: Well, welcome to the show, Janine. Great to have you. Thank you. And last but not least, Jessica.
5: Hi, everyone. My name is Jessica Medrano. I create data-driven strategies to empower underserved communities and accelerate human capital formation. Great to have you too, Jessica. Thank you all for joining. So, Um, You know,
1: just a little bit of backstory with, um, you know, uh, all of these amazing uh, women leaders that are on our show today and why we decided to uh, invite them. So uh, typically when we do, um, you know, the Habits and Hacks shows, it's usually Monica and Nikki having a conversation about important topics and sharing a perspective, um, sharing research, sharing insights from leaders. And um, one of the um, things that we've heard a lot from Mm -hmm. um, our community, from our audience is just the continued struggle under the current circumstances. I mean, it's been six months of, um, you know, the uh, quarantine and the pandemic um, that has affected not only so many people's lives, um, but their livelihoods. And people are getting laid off, struggling to hold on to the jobs that they have, Mm -hmm. or, you know, worried about whether they'll find anything in the near future. Um, And the economy continues to struggle, and not just here in the U.S., but worldwide, everyone's going through the same thing. And so um, the common theme that we heard about mm-hmm. a lot was Um, just the level of isolation that people are feeling, you know, Um, and I don't just mean from being isolated at home, but feeling like you're alone in your struggles, feeling like you're the only one that is experiencing fear and setbacks. And, you know, that sense of, um, you know, self helplessness and hopelessness and not knowing what to do in this situation Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the best way to make someone feel hard and mm-hmm. to make them feel seen and remind you that you're not alone is to hear from, you know, um, women just like yourself that have been in that situation that are experiencing, you know, struggles or right. have overcome many
0: things and just hearing straight from them and what their stories are like. Exactly. And so, I mean, it's, it's that power of community and realizing that, uh, it's out there. You just have to look for it. And sometimes you have to be proactive in building it. Yeah. And inspiration
1: is everywhere. And we invited these incredible um, leaders to our show today because they are so inspiring in who they are, what choices they have made, their commitment mm-hmm. to growth, their boldness, and you know, their humility. And we wanted to share through their stories, hope with everybody. Um, Absolutely. And the discovery of power in numbers. Right. And, you know, I think, uh, well, first of all, I think they all, you know, you guys all met each other. Yes. Um, what was it? Only a couple of months ago, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, they all uh, joined the Beyond Bears Accelerator mm-hmm. and got to know each other, met as strangers. Yes. And then got to know each other week after week and built friendships and have grown and transformed together. And it's been just beautiful just seeing that. Um, and right. so just, let's just dive in and, and,
0: uh, absolutely let's share with the world and our audience, what we witnessed, um, and you share your stories. So let's for the
1: first question and I'll open up to any of you that want to jump in and share. Um, so, um, let's go back mm-hmm. two, three months, um, you know, back in, I guess, in April and, uh, what, what were you going through during that time? You know, what were you struggling with?
2: I can share. Um, this uh-huh. is Bella. So back in April, I had an idea of what I wanted to do with my career, but I was afraid of committing um, because I thought that that would mean that, well, if I fail at this one thing, then I failed. Um, and so what I gained or what I have now coming you know on the other side of this program is commitment to my clarity. So I gained clarity and like this is actually what I want to do. And this is how I want to create impact in the world, and I'm going to commit to it. Um, so the, what I gained from the program is just committing to what I want to do and being standing firm in that and believing mm-hmm. that things will work out for me mm-hmm. um, if I just commit. Well, what was
1: the underlying fear uh, of <laughs> making that decision? You know, what were yeah, you really I mean, afraid would go wrong?
2: Well, I've always struggled with um, my self-worth and fear of not being good enough. Mm -hmm. And so the fear that I had was, well, I don't have enough experience for this space. I don't have enough experience to really create an impact in this space. So let me just leave it broad and plugging somewhere. Um, And so I think that the fear of not being good enough or the fear Mm -hmm. that I didn't know enough was definitely holding me back. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I know that that's a limiting belief, but um, it it is something that I'm constantly working on, even till today. Um, right. But just owning my experiences and really believing that I am good enough to be successful in the in the DNI space.
1: Right. And one of the things you pointed out was yes. that your concern was that you may not have all of the credentials and all yes. of the experience to apply for the role that you really, really want. And so you're just not even trying because, trying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you don't. And, and that's such a common thing that we yeah. find through our um, research is that, you know, what, what 60 to 70% percent of women... women. Should, literally opt out of positions. They, because self, they
0: self-select out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so. so you don't feel like you have all of the credentials. So right. uh, mm-hmm. we're proud of you for gaining that clarity and, and committing to what is truly the right North star for you. Right. Thank you. So, Dominique, what about yourself? Tell us, um, kind of, you know, take us back a few months and kind of what it's been like.
3: Of course. Uh, so back in April, i was actually in a little paralytic point where i couldn't move forward so actually coupling what you just said you know i was at a point where um 2020 i finally launched a business i was getting final interviews for a dream position Mm -hmm. that i wanted and COVID, everything needed to stop you know it was a travel company that i created um with a co-created with a friend and that failed and the final interviews and granted product managers take at least like 20 hours per interview, mm-hmm. had a cancel at least three of them because of COVID-19. Um, and I was personally feeling in a space where, you know, I questioned my self worth. I kept failing. So I, I took that belief and made it myself and I was tired of failing. Um, and what I what this program did was normalize failing and normalize success mm-hmm. um, and actually normalize the concept that if we're failing, it's because we're pushing our boundaries. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I fail so much is because I, I feel like I'm limitless and I keep going, going, going. <laughs> so this program actually had me step back and step back and, and really just sit with myself and analyze, you know, what what brings me joy? What's clarity? You know, w- what do I want to commit in? Um, and the greatest conviction, um, really stepping back, it wasn't a position that I, I feel like I was a little lost, and mm-hmm. I got a position because um, I was like, yes, four percent of that. <laughs> um, but because of that concept, I started to lose sight on the why. So mm-hmm. really. Is being the why and laying out new foundations to stick with the why so that when you do fail, you fail on purpose because you're attaining that why and going towards that purpose.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. Very well said. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And, um, like you said, you are limitless. each of you are limitless, and yes. we 've been privileged to witness you know just the sheer power um, and potential in each of you to see you kind of push yourself mm-hmm. past the discomfort and unlock it it 's yeah. beautiful
0: i think the, the the beautiful piece that we witnessed is when you have the aha moment or you see the aha moment you know <laughs> come across you guys in 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 the weekly calls of I have clarity or, you know, just when you have the aha moment of, I am worth this. (laughs) So it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Janine, what about yourself? So let's
4: look back on April. See, I was actually in a graduate program finishing up. Looking forward to that graduation, which actually had been canceled because of COVID. Um, It was my second master's, so I had gone back to focus on disruptive technologies, innovation, you know, just trying to make sure I was staying on top of some of the changes coming up business wise. So, honestly, when April approached and I was finishing my capstone project, Um, what I learned was the art of the pivot because my project was focusing on changing the game and leveling the playing field for women in sports. And guess what? There were no sports. (laughs) So, you know, I had... had already decided that upon graduation, I would seek a position in that area. And honestly, I think we're still figuring out what sports will be in the future to this Mm -hmm. day. So pivots became something that I embraced and did not, you know, fear. And I think being a part of this program at the time that I was a part of the Beyond Barriers Accelerator, it helped to help me understand that that was okay. And things changed. And to be agile and ready to make the appropriate move at the appropriate time. I really believe in cultivating relationships, but there is a time and space. So, you know, that can continue, but... Um, it might look a little different down the line from what I originally expected. So I really appreciate this group because we were able to kind of talk together and leverage ideas and um, it made it a little bit better and a little bit more palatable <laughs> to mm-hmm. be seeking you know, a change and you know, spending a couple years in school <laughs> to right. make a change only right. to see that it might take a little longer.
1: Right. Well, so Janine and uh, you graduated from program at USC and Mm -hmm. and they even featured you in an article, which is a huge honor. And, um, (laughs) you know, you haven't shared that part of your profile of what a rock star you are. So give us a peek into your sort of personal circumstances that have been so key to your sense of purpose. And, you know, just also how, what that has meant in terms of um, you know, the challenge of the pivot and adapting through these circumstances, because there are so many people out there in our audience that will relate to just, you know, the circumstances that you have boldly navigated through. So tell us a little bit more about that.
4: Yeah, you know, well, quite simply, this was my second uh, time going to grad school, I received my MBA quite a bit, (laughs) a long time ago, I'll put it that way. And um, in that time I had started a business and started a family and it was time for a change. So for me, I feel like sometimes as women, we fear that change. We also fear that we can't have it all at the same time. That's something Mm -hmm. that we sometimes struggle with. So for me, going back and focusing on a program that was highly innovative and had thought leaders from a very diverse background. You had people who were right out of undergrad, you had professionals who started businesses who were going back to help, you know, join together to create global solutions. I needed to have that mind share to not only learn and grow, but also contribute what I have, you know, been a part of. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, it has shaped what I feel is a real I'm excited about the future despite our current circumstances with Mm -hmm. our health crisis and the other things that are going on in the country because I can see beyond that and maybe it's because of using design thinking and looking beyond you iterate you iterate you go back you pivot and I feel like those my life and you know having also one of the things that was I didn't expect when I started a family is I have a daughter who's on the autism spectrum. And that also changed what we thought of, oh, raising a family, it's easy. Not only do I have twins, I have one that has special needs. So there's never been an easy path. But the truth is, that's life. <laughs> so you go. we learn okay. that, we navigate it, and now I feel like I have a group to share those experiences with. Because sometimes, you know, someone may be listening to this that also doesn't have a pay a path that is just. Paved perfectly. Well, welcome to life. <laughs> we
1: can all have a baby <laughs> to make it anyway. That's well put. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. there is no such thing as a gilded path that is smooth and, and and Frankly, if it was, life would be really boring. Yeah. You know. Exactly. So, so thank you for sharing that, mm-hmm. um,
5: Jessica. What about yourself? Um. So back a few months ago. I was, uh, so I work for a think tank called the Latino Donor Collaborative, Mm -hmm. and we work to share a fact-based narrative of Latinos in the U.S. So we had a a whole pipeline of of research and events that was completely collapsed, (laughs) and um, like my, our budget and my hours were compromised, and I I was put in a position where I had to think um, how can I create the most impact with the limited resources and, and time that I have now? And it, it was honestly um, like a mental health challenge because it was so painful to see, um, you know, mm-hmm. how my community has been disproportionately affected, mm-hmm. and um, how this kind of went against, you know, the rising narrative that we were saying: oh, our employment, our GDP, our consumption was all heading up, and then it just Pretty much mashed to yeah. the ground, and mm-hmm. so I came into this program with um, a lot of fear that maybe I wasn't the right person to, um, you know, I felt like I, I just didn't know how to create the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. So this um, this program really helped me um, identify my biggest strengths and and focus on those so that I I could um, you know first of all, just like focus on on, on the work at hand. And, and second of all, be able to um, to motivate others to, to jump on the wagon and, and help us create change. Now,
1: we know mm-hmm. that you're very, very impact driven, and you're so passionate about making a difference for, you know, the cause that you represent. You mentioned that, you know, on one hand, there was the um, if with the organization you represent, I mean, the focus was on the um, the growth narrative, right? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the about mm-hmm. greater impact, contribution, to the GDP, and all of that. Right. And then mm-hmm. COVID hit, and it literally has disproportionately affected impacted, the yeah. Hispanic community. It's disproportionately impacted the economy, you know, and the jobs and so forth. Um, although you're so passionate about making a difference there, what was the self-talk that was affecting yes. you that said, maybe I can do this. What was it, uh, instead of feeling motivated to do more, why yeah. were you almost opting out?
5: Right, yeah, and I, I think that, um, that it can be really very easy to people in, in my field to, to get to that point because it's, it's just so overwhelming where you're like, I literally don't know where to start. Like, mm-hmm. everything – everything is just like a mess and it's really hard to um get out of that mindset when i see it at work and i am part of this community so i see it personally so um so that's what what made it hard but um but then this program made me realize like okay but what what things do i have going for me or what resources do i have available for me so that i could just do this one thing and I don't need to do X, Y, and Z, but if I could just do my small part, then that could empower people to to mm-hmm. join in too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, focusing to kind of like being able to uh, cut through the overwhelm and the multiple things and focusing on one thing yeah. that you can do really well, which would be a catalyst to everybody else. So right. That's
5: mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's what... Um, we were working on, well, you know, we're, we're trying to help out in so many ways, but at least we can, you know, give them the data, you know, to help the people make informed decisions. And mm-hmm. so when I, when I realized, you know, that, that part that I could contribute to um, it, and, and then just actually reaching out to people who are in other areas helping, it made, it made and that was also impulsed by your program because <laughs> I was not sharing any of the things that I was feeling. Um, because I am a consultant and I don't have, you know, um, direct peers. Um, and, and you guys were really helpful in telling me to just <laughs> share it a little.
1: Yeah. I think we all navigated uh, through yeah. a very difficult period mm-hmm. hand in hand together. Yeah. leaning yeah. on one another. Yes. And, and definitely. Another. And, and that mm-hmm. really speaks to the power of community, right? Which mm-hmm. uh, you think all you need are the strategies, but sometimes it's just the stories that mm-hmm. you connect with yeah. each other through right absolutely so now fast forwarding to where you are today, today. and um you know w- what is um what is it that you wish you had learned or known sooner what was the epiphany or breakthrough or whatever that has really helped you feel like wow now I get it I wish I'd known that sooner
5: um so I think that I I realized that it's just never going to be perfect. Like, the conditions are never going to be optimal for me to, you know, have 100% in, in every area, but I, I still need to, to move forward mm. and, and, and work with the conditions that I do have. And I think that, you know, we get such a narrative when we're kids that it's like, happy ever after. Like, there's just <laughs> going to be this point where I get to, and then I'm not going to struggle anymore. And um, so really just like embracing that and uh, not resisting, you know, that has, has really helped me.
1: So it's, yeah. it's sort of recognizing that sometimes the obstacles are the
0: opportunity instead mm-hmm. of resisting the obstacles. Right. And embrace that. You can be agile and um, be proud of that, right? Like be, feel accomplished because you can navigate mm-hmm. and, and be agile and pivot and, right. um, and just that muscle that you've developed. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, that's a huge um, uh, source of pride that, you know, just being able to wade through that. I know that it doesn't matter. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Fantastic. And can we give a shout out to Jessica? Because during <laughs> the time we launched, an intern program and helped ensure that the people in the organization were still receiving paychecks. So, shout out. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Yeah, that was a great shout out. Yeah. And that was your brainchild, Jessica. Yeah. So, you went from wondering whether you could handle it all alone and second guessing things to uh-huh. saying not only can you do things, but you can bring other people along and get really creative about solving challenges and making sure things
0: get done. So, yeah. kudos
1: to you. That was mm-hmm. so impressive yeah thank
5: you thank you (laughs) I would
0: like to point out that that was an amazing this is what community is all about right you being able to have a community of peers that you now all of you all four of you and really the eight or nine of you that were in this program have this amazing bond and are your cheerleaders so like Dominique is always going (laughs) to cheer for Jessica, (laughs) Bella, Janine and vice versa right and it's so great to have that like okay, when I'm feeling down, I'm just going to reach out to, you know. You have an empowering community. Yeah, you have a community that will empower you. Yeah.
1: So, Dominique, what about you? And tell us, uh, you know, sort of where you stand today and, and sort of what's the aha, what's the breakthrough?
3: Um, all right. So I feel like I, my aha was just a new level of love. Um, I'm very impact-focused and I'm very, very empathetic. To a point where it can become paralytic because mm-hmm. I, I used to believe like, you know, I can take this. You know, I can, I can handle this type of personality and I'll navigate through it. But what I was doing is I kept just like absorbing energy that was around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in a place where I kept letting obstacles define me. So the new level of love is coupled with this level of, like, duality, the love for duality, Mm -hmm. um, that we are, you know, these, like, positive, amazing aspects, you know, internally or self. And we are also, like, these challenges, these unlearned beliefs, these generational traumas, these societal traumas that we're unlearning. Mm -hmm. um, And also taking it beyond yourself and, like, this is these trauma this pain is what people are are going through and it's magnified right now Mm -hmm. um the reason why that's important is because like i just similar to jessica you know there's just so much going on so much pain it's like where do i go like how can i serve the most Mm -hmm. Um, and what i learned was like you know before i do that i need to step back and see where my pain is and Mm -hmm. make sure that i start healing that and based mm-hmm. off whatever i'm healing i can help heal for those around me and I've, I've already started doing that so what i did was i took my own space um you all know like i took a two-week silent retreat mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. I, I brought myself together and just just making sure that i not only love myself t- from a place of power um and What I mean by that is like loving your duality, loving the challenges, like accepting the moment, observing emotions, Mm -hmm. processing it, and just keep going, like what Jessica said. Um, And I feel like that is what's really enabled me to Mm -hmm. shift right now. It's just this new level of grounded love that's just in the the strength in all of our beings. It's like realizing that we have all the power. Like I used to kind of look for places, especially being a first generation American, Mm -hmm. you want to be, you want to reach a level of success. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just saw this post and it was like, um, Americans will never know the pressure that first generation Americans put on themselves because of the sacrifices that our parents have made. Mm -hmm. That was something that was really big for me. So I, I had to like, understand why I do what I do, understand, you know, the boundaries that the platform and really just be my power. And I feel like that's what we're seeing right now is people just reclaiming their power, standing up for what they're believing in, um, standing up for what they believe in and just going after, like just taking that first step. And Serving our
1: well, sometimes it's just about putting on the oxygen mask first, first but not right. feeling guilty about it. You know, exactly. we, um, especially as women so often we second guess whether that's okay to do that. We're conditioned to always give and nurture mm-hmm. and take care of others that we forget that you can give if you've got nothing left to give. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. shifting from a loving from a place of need to like a,
2: a place of strength.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Bella, what about yourself?
2: So what I wish I learned sooner or what I've learned, what I wish I knew sooner was feeling the fear and doing it anyway. So doing it afraid. Um, And for me, that means just, like I mentioned earlier, choosing the space that I want to work in, diversity and inclusion, feeling the fear of like, well, I don't know enough. I don't have enough experience. I'm going to try Ah, uh, seeing a job that requires seven years to eight years of experience. Well, I don't have that. Applying anyways. Um, so I saw a quote that said, um, "Do it anyway. Do it afraid, or feel the fear and do it anyway." Um, mm-hmm. And that just re- resonated so much with me because I tend to talk myself out of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And now I'm letting them tell me no. <laughs> and if that means reaching out to people, so also on LinkedIn, if you you're trying to network and you have. Someone on your hit list that you want to reach out to, but you're afraid the worst that can happen is they'll say no or they won't respond and that's fine. You just move on and someone else will respond. Um, so that's something that I wish I just and and I'll I'll be honest, it, it's something that I constantly struggle with seeing a job and I'm like, well, I'm not qualified for that. I have to talk myself out of that negative self-talk pattern and just be like, mm-hmm. just apply and you never know what will happen. Um, another thing that I learned or that I know now is you don't have to be good at everything to be enough. Um, mm-hmm. You're enough as you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you don't have to achieve a certain level of accolades or five degrees or this six-figure job to be enough. You're enough just as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I, I remind myself daily <laughs> because it is a daily battle um, of the not-enoughness and self-worth.
3: Yeah.
1: That Fantastic. is so beautifully yes. said because that's such a universal feeling mm-hmm. that regardless of culture or age or location, it's one of the most common human instincts mm-hmm. is um, the desire for uh, feeling loved and not feeling like you're enough. Mm-hmm. And um, I think your journey has helped you kind of see that that is not dependent on anything external Mm -hmm. and not dependent on an accomplishment. It's um, just one of those things you do. So what what was, um, is there a habit that has uh, or a wiki ritual or something that you've adopted that is also helping you kind of build that?
2: Honestly, um, I read this book. uh, It's called more than enough by Mm -hmm. Elaine. Well, I think that's how you say her name. And I just, there are just so many gems. And so when I catch myself in a negative talk pattern, I took notes when I read the book. I just go back and I read a quote from the book and I'm like, yes. Um, one <laughs> that I remember is when the world tells you to shrink, expand. So it's like, just do the opposite of what your brain is telling you. If your brain is like, no, that's, this person will never respond or no, I shouldn't apply to that. Why not? Like, just do the opposite of that. And, like I said, it's constant. I'm not on the other side. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. what I do.
1: That's amazing. Well, it's it's why not? And sometimes it's why not me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Janine, tell us yours.
4: So I would say the one thing that I have realized, and it's interesting to hear everyone speak about the place where everyone is today with humanity. I feel like people have really come into a place where they're human again and as mm-hmm. something was missing pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but what has stood the test of time for me are, are what I call the ships, mentorship, sponsorship, and championship. Ah. And I really up <laughs> <I love it. laughs> you know, I look back on those three things that we all you know, aspire to have or have helped propel us in our careers and in our journeys. And I look back to say, how has that worked for me? Um, There there are times when I have not necessarily felt supported. And this is a time where I think everybody's really looking inside to say, do I have what it takes and who can help kind of boost them to the next level? And one thing I find is, you know, sometimes you have to give support to receive support. Sometimes you feel even better or you can find, you know, what you're aspiring to have. If you are allowing yourself to mentor, that mentor will show up for you.
0: Mm-hmm. If you
4: step up and sponsor someone, then, and that might be simply speaking on behalf of them in some way or on a panel, et cetera, then that sponsorship will show up for you. And then I looked at my life and said, Well, when have I been champion? You know, who was that champion for me? And when has that shown up for me? Well, guess what? It showed up for me as someone that didn't look like me. Mm-hmm. And that to me was really insightful. And I look at today and say, now I think people are allies and people want to help solve problems <laughs> that are bigger than them and maybe outside of their realm. And to me, this time has shown that being a mentor, a sponsor, a champion doesn't look the way you think it might. But yeah. if we all do our part, we can help inspire and, and propel someone's career, career or place in the community and um, in a, in a really impactful way, and we just kind of have to show up to, to do that, and I think we're looking inside ourselves a lot more to, to bring that out, and I feel it, and I, I've done it, and I'm receiving it as well. That's,
1: that's so fantastic. beautifully said. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's so powerful, and what you highlighted in that is um, so often we know we need help and we know we could benefit from a sponsor mm-hmm. uh, or a mentor but we're so busy looking for someone who looks just like us right. that yeah. one we reduce the pool um or significantly sp- uh, yes. significantly and then spend all our time in trying to find that one person when there could be several others that are much more accessible and ready to help that we don't even consider yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, you know, on that topic, I want to open up the next question to all of you. So just feel free to jump in. But, um, you know, what, what do you, uh, from both from your own experience mm-hmm. or from what you've seen um, around you, what do you believe holds women back in the workplace? And, and um, this may be even particularly nuanced um, as women of color. I right. mean, we're all women of color and there are, Potentially narratives or the absence of visible role models mm-hmm. and things like that um, just share your perspective and thoughts and obviously this is a really important time in our history um, mm-hmm. in our society with um, you know the uh, uh, the change that's happening in you know, a very very actively that is bringing up injustice and bias right to the surface right yeah. now, there's no hiding or moving away from it you just have to confront it you have to find your way through it um i just want to open it up to all of you to share just your heartfelt thoughts and and what your perspective is um um I'll, so oh, yeah, okay,
5: okay. okay. Um, I'll, I'll share, um, I think there's, uh, I'm borrowing Alicia Menendez's phrase of the likability trap, and I just think that, um, there are a lot of external factors that affect us women, um, but there's a battle within that no one's going to do for us, and that's just, um, it really comes down to having an unwillingness to have difficult conversations, like, with your employers, I think that we as women have such great intuition of what's right mm-hmm. and have like insight. especially when you're working on the ground floor, you could really say something that'll make a, a, like a, a big impact on your organization. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, you, you're, you you do not want to, you know, sh- be problematic. You don't want to have all these negative synonyms attached to you. You don't um, talk about things that would help everyone. And Mm -hmm. so I think that this shows most clearly in in the wage deficit, um, Mm -hmm. even when we come out on the other side of this huge equality disparity thing, no one's going to come and ask us, like, so do you want to raise? (laughs) We We still need to stand up for ourselves and have just a little bit of audacity I, I just think that, um, and, and I'm starting to see that, you know, in, in the younger generation of, of women, but um, we all need to um, speak up to our for ourselves and um, value our, our self-worth in front of our superiors and, and ask for what we deserve.
2: Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, I think, though, I thought about this question in a different way. So I was thinking more so access to opportunities, access to stretch projects, access to leadership, um, or, or lack of representation in, in senior leadership. When you don't see someone who looks like you, it's really hard to aspire to be in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought about, and I don't know exactly what it's called, but I've heard it described as like a, the expectations are c- constantly shifting. So it's like, oh, you just need to do these three things mm-hmm. to be promoted. And then she does those three things and then they're like oh there's these two more um and then they <laughs> do that and then it's like oh there's this one more so it's like constantly moving like the goal posts post, yeah yeah and i think that definitely holds people back and then also like stereotypes so i know it's 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 easy to get into this mindset of like oh i don't want to be too much or i don't want to be too quiet and i know for me personally in in workplaces um, there's this like, I've seen a quote that said, black women aren't allowed to be introverts in the workplace, because I'm not exactly an extrovert. So in the workplace, if I'm just minding my own business, doing my own work, it's like, oh, Bella's in a mood. No, Bella just is doing her work. and Bella just wants to <laughs> not talk today. And I think that that's, it's just really difficult, those expectations and those stereotypes, um, mm-hmm. because the opposite of Bella is too loud. And it's, it's not okay. So it's like, what what do you do it's it's just a constant battle between Mm -hmm. how you show up for yourself authentically Mm -hmm. um but also the other external factors that i spoke about just about access um Mm -hmm. those are the reasons i those are some of the reasons um i think women are held back in the workplace
1: Mm, thank you for sharing yeah Yeah.
3: and i agree with that as well i feel like this can be an entire podcast series (laughs) (laughs) because there are so many factors um but one of the aspects that, from my experience, I'm on the board of Latinas in Tech, and I do a lot of one-on-one coaching with people. Uh, and this is a passion. Even in my workplace, I've done one-on-one coaching with people in my workplace, and a lot of it is, kind of, is reclaiming your power. Mm-hmm. It, we, we tend to actualize ourselves based off of our environment, and that's learned behavior. We have learned to be this way. So it's, I follow someone named Badass Boz. Oh my gosh, she is amazing. <laughs> and what, I'll send you all a video. What she says is that you need to create your own narrative and actualize yourself. No one's going to actualize things for you. And that's something that I've realized. Um, I've learned that or just my learned behavior, you know, you do great work, you know, you get to that outcome and you will be seen. But that's not the case, Um, especially in this environment and this platform. If you want your voice heard, then you need to create your own narrative. You need to stick strong, like stand with it, stand with yourself and know that you are because we are, that's something that resonates really big with me. Like when you actualize your power and you are Mm -hmm. all that you are, then your light will start igniting light that's around you. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we forget, we forget to reclaim our power. We forget to stand up. We forget to speak up in that boardroom. Um, And not, not just forget like our, our limiting beliefs talk us down from doing that. So just like with Jessica, uh, so it's, it's taming that and just stepping into your power and sticking with it because it's mm-hmm. not just your power it's our, our power and we're currently in a space where they need our power um, we go. need yes. people up because this world is not where it needs to be right now
1: Right. And, and, and to Bella's point, you know, yeah. what she was saying is um, you don't have enough visible role models or mm-hmm. leaders at the top. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not going to change unless you, you are willing to step into you that have to space. Be the change, you right? have to be the change, literally, and be willing to step into that leadership role and prepare yourself for it.
3: Yes. And it's scary. It is very scary. And that's something I had to learn as well. And it takes community and people. Um, it takes you know joining programs like this to yeah. unlearn behaviors learn strategies study study people who you determine are who are successful because mm-hmm. success is different in all of our eyes.
1: Yes. So, yeah. There you go. thank you. Awesome. Yeah. And can I add to that
4: because yeah, narrative yeah, is, <laughs> Okay, perfect. Narrative is so key. So thanks for bringing that up because we do have to create and tell our story, but equally as powerful is when we have allies that help to share our stories as well. Mm-hmm. And I recently saw, there was an executive, she works um, for Oprah, <laughs> and she is a very senior executive. And as soon as, you know, our double pandemic of, you know, a health crisis and you know, social and racial equity in America um, surfaced, she was receiving all the calls about, well, who are the senior executives that are African American, people of color? And she was thinking, I have a day job, I can't tell you that even though I know. But what would be helpful is if, you know, there is a collective of information and, you know, we share those stories. Mm-hmm. So one gentleman took it upon himself to use his platform to advance social equity and really, you know, his LinkedIn page, he literally profiles a person of color and he's Latino, but he, they're African-Americans. Just, there's a wide array of diverse, talented professionals yeah. that he highlights two or three times a day. Mm -hmm. And every time I go, I see people I know, but I like and you celebrate and it's exciting. And to see that build and to see someone else using that platform to promote the Mm -hmm. narrative helps as well. And I think that is, you know, you you tell the story, but, or you create the story, but it's really helpful to have people help share that narrative. And that's, again, what Beyond Barriers (laughs) is doing, giving Mm -hmm. us this opportunity to share with one another and create those stories that now Dominique can share, Bella can share, Jessica can share because we have the conversation. So
1: throughout, um, uh, our you know, human history, the thing that has passed on from generation to generation and that has shaped culture and humanity uh, are stories. Mm-hmm. Stories mm-hmm. are what get passed on. I mean, even the Bible is a story, right? Any religious text, it's a story ultimately. And people learn through stories and what um, the power that we have in modern day is the power of technology that, and social media that gives every one of us a platform Mm-hmm. And a voice, whether you choose to use it or not, you do have it right, and you know not only is it important for us to become more visible because you can 't create change if you 're invisible, you just can 't Someone out there is getting affected by um, your story, your narrative, who you are, what you 've done, what you 've overcome that 's what they 're learning from. Mm-hmm. And um, in addition to our own stories, it's being able to share and put a spotlight on other people's stories. Mm-hmm. And we all have that power. You don't have to be Oprah with such a huge, you know, <laughs> mega platform to help other people. Right. You, Absolutely. We each have our own. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, um, one of the... Um, things that we always want to share with our audience is something tangible or actionable that is advice um, or habit or hack that they can take away. Um, You know, so what is something that you would, uh, you know, what advice would you give? um, Because someone out there who's listening to the show or watching this video is, um, you know, likely feeling isolated, feeling lost, losing confidence questioning themselves is going through self-doubt what what tips what advice would you give
3: listen listen to yourself because and i really thought hard about this um but at the end of the day you know we have been built with everything we need all the knowledge um to seek out our truth to figure out how to navigate a situation So trust yourself, you know, unlearn those habits that say, oh, you know, you don't know some aspect or you have to, you know, reach the external validation or why external validation at the end of the day, you are everything you need to be in this moment, you are placed in this moment, you have had the pains of your past for a reason. So use that to create who you want to be and step in and show out because we need you, especially right now.
1: Fantastic. Yes, amen to that. <laughs> beautiful. Alco, will
4: um, I would say this is an interesting time where people are actually available to you <laughs> when they haven't been available in the past. Mm-hmm. So make a list of to-dos. Maybe there are people that have a career path that you seek to be a part of or are doing something in the community that you admire. But really make a list and reach out because people are available. And actually, people like to help when there is... People like to help. I think we're in a different space now where people actually like to help. And we don't ask enough because we don't uh, we fear that, you know, as, as, as Bella even mentioned, that we might get a rejection. But if you just reach out to people, people like to hear from you, and you never know what that means down the line. I really believe in, you know, building really important relationships that may not yield something immediately, but if you can figure out how you can help someone, that might come back to you down the line. So reaching out is, is key, and now is the time.
1: There you go. That's okay, great advice. hmm
2: I'm gonna go because Dominique and and, and Janine already stole my answer. Like, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna echo what they said and add on to it. But you know, echoing Dominique's point, you know, nothing can grow if you don't nourish your own soil. So you need to, and and I'm talking to myself. Uh, so <laughs> be comfortable in who you are, but just give yourself some self love. It's it's hard. Life is hard, like Janine mentioned earlier, and. Um, beating yourself up doesn't make it any easier. Uh, You don't get any further by doing that. So taking some time to acknowledge your accomplishments and, and, and accomplishment is I woke up today. Um, I woke up, I'm alive. Uh, I can, I have my 10 fingers, my 10 toes. Um, and you know, echoing what Janine said, asking for help, it's, it's really difficult for a lot of people to ask for help. And Mm -hmm. again, talking to myself. Asking for help is, is, incredibly, is incredibly difficult, but apparently, closed mouths don't get fed. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell what you need, <laughs> if you don't tell people what you need, they can't help you. So, um, just asking for help and being okay with the fact that some people may not be able to help you, but someone, you just need one person, right? So, ask for help and be available to give, help, give someone else your time if someone else needs help. So, don't just be a taker
0: be a giver as yeah. well. It's beautiful. beautiful. And finally, Jessica?
5: Um, I would say, as a uh, self-help aficionado, <laughs> that, um, and, and I'm assuming that, you know, people listening to this will probably have the same interest, is that um, at the end of the day, no matter if you lose your COVID weight, if you <laughs> go to a higher income bracket, um, whatever definition of success that is for you there's still something like right now in this moment that you're not going to have then um a pet a loved one um a a colleague uh even you know when you have horrible jobs you have like really great colleagues I don't know if that's been everyone's experience (laughs) but um there's always going to be something that you're going to look back on right now and wish that you would have appreciated so I would say after taking everything in of all the to-do lists you need to do to be better, um, just like look around and and be uh, grateful for what you have. That Mm -hmm. is
1: beautiful. And and, uh, what a perfect way to wrap this up. So um, thank you uh, to all of you. We are um, so, you know, we want to honor each of you for just the sheer boldness, the courage, the leadership, um, that you are bringing into the world, mm-hmm. um, you are uh, you know powerful women that um, have already achieved so much and are constantly learning and growing and are creating change in the world. Um, mm-hmm. And you know your inspiration of standing up and standing out, yes. I know, will change lives. And I know our audience is going to learn so much from what you have shared today. And also, just perhaps not feel so alone you know by hearing your story so thank you for being vulnerable being open and uh, showing up
0: here today yes yeah. fantastic thank you so much we are so grateful for you and your vulnerability
5: thank you for having us
0: thank, thank you. you so everyone be sure to visit Where you are going to find show notes and links to all of the resources in this episode and the way to get in touch with these remarkable women thanks so much and we'll be sure to address them in future episodes. If you enjoyed our show today, please subscribe and rate the podcast or just tell a friend about it. See you next episode.